Hi, I'm Joe Batterton. And I'm Nathan Rogers. <laughs> Welcome to 1836, Arkansas Roots and Branches. What are we going to talk about today, Nathan? Uh, what we're going to talk hey. about uh, a week or so ago, but one of us thought it would be cool to um, to get sick, and so we had to put off our recording. But we're going to be talking about turkey trot. Turkey Trot. Uh, we just had the 77th annual Turkey Trot in Yaleville. I believe it's still the oldest continually running town festival in Arkansas. I believe I think that we missed well. one. Didn't we miss one year because of COVID? I believe so. I yeah. Think they, I think yeah. They put, I, everything was on hiatus that year. So, But you know that you don't... <laughs> And of course, we'll get to this, but you don't hear um, the Ozarks or our state bragging about that fact that it's the oldest festival, the oldest organized par- parade. You know, um, if, you, if you look up festivals in Arkansas, you'll you'll see the Elk Fest and Toad Suck Days and a lot of other things. But uh, you really, know why? I know why. We'll get to that. Uh, the Turkey Trot Festival in Yelville, Arkansas, originated just before Thanksgiving in 1946. It was initially organized by Yelville's American Legion Post, along with support from local businesses and professionals. The event began as a national turkey calling contest with the intention of promoting wild turkey conservation. At the time, Arkansas's turkey population had dwindled, and the festival aimed to raise awareness about this decline. The term turkey trot initially referred to an activity where live turkeys were dropped from the courthouse roof, and festival attendees could chase and capture the birds for their Thanksgiving dinners. Started in 1946. That- 1946, that's a long time ago. By uh, the Legion Hut, which was uh, made of veterans. So turkey trot was started by our local veterans. you got plenty to thank a veteran for, but there's something else you can thank them for. Um, also, during this time, people were coming home from World War II. Yeah, 46, that was, 45 was the was the end, and I guess 46, you know, by the time everybody, uh, after all the after duties and stuff were done, and people yeah. were finally finally getting back home and, and uh, just trying to, trying to put their life back together, and uh, our fine, our fine founding fathers back here. Uh, decided it would be a good idea to uh, to have a little festival, and uh, it truly was a, the, a welcoming from the, from the get go. Yeah, it was a way to welcome home. From the get go, they released turkeys, right? Yes, uh, I mean it was a way. It, it was they did release turkeys, uh, but it was also a way to welcome home our soldiers, have a parade for them, and uh, lots of positive things. But yes, um, allegedly. It was a way to repopulate our turkey wildlife, and this is give this families, is a... go ahead <laughs> and and give families who trotted after the turkey um, a chance to have a Thanksgiving turkey. Right. So uh, this is where I think both of us have, have tried to research this and really find out uh, the true origins. Uh, we we know that 
you know, it's been around for 77 years. Uh, we know that they've been releasing turkeys from the beginning. I've always heard just the the, the rumor that, that, that I'd always uh, latched onto, and I thought it was kind of a cool thing, was what you just said. that, And it's true, this, this area like a lot of the country was hunted out. I mean, there was, there weren't very many deer. Uh, there was hardly any wild turkeys left. Uh, people were subsistence hunting, you know, and you were just putting, putting meat on the table for your families. So people weren't worried about regulations. And so with things like that, uh, we settle and build houses. So you really can't just pull up stakes and move on to the next hunting ground. You, you, you've got to just kind of tough it out and, uh, and uh, you end up using up all your resources. So anyway, I heard yeah. that the, the festival started. They were they were releasing turkeys to help repopulate the area. And then I've also heard the thing about, you know, giving families a chance to have a turkey for Thanksgiving or Christmas. Yeah. So we're going to go with those three. There's three good reasons that Turkey Trot started by the Legion Hut. Um, obviously, the uh, tossing of live turkeys out of an airplane caught some attention and it had been going on for years until the National Enquirer wrote about Turkey Trot in December of 1989, called it the Death Festival and uh, said the attendees were sick and bizarre and was more like a cult <laughs> type, you know. And so what's their point? That's the Yeah. The Turkey Trot Festival has faced significant controversy over the years due to the usage of live turkeys. In its early years, turkeys were dropped from an airplane flying over the town, and festival goers would attempt to catch these birds. The practice of dropping live turkeys from an airplane generated outrage, especially after graphic photographs and an expose of the event were published in the National Enquirer, in December of 1989. This article labeled Turkey Trot as the Death Festival and called the attendees sick and bizarre for treating the turkeys harshly, as if a part of some ritual. Soon, animal welfare organizations like PETA, protested against the turkey drop, leading to increased scrutiny and debates about its ethical implications. And then eventually... Damn you, Inquirer! <laughs> and then eventually... Sorry, kids. Uh, uh, some animal welfare groups like PETA got involved and and kind of kind of ruined the... Uh, tossing of turkeys from an airplane it's turkeys in the sky as part of yalville's 22nd annual wild turkey calling contest flying down is easy for the big birds their troubles only start when they get caught entertainment includes the selection of a wild turkey calling champion and a miss drumstick well, you know, originally they were throwing them off the, the courthouse steps. And then I know different years they threw them out of the top of the courthouse so they could kind of kind of sail down and, and uh, the kids would chase them, the adults would chase them. Uh, and then somewhere along the line, somebody got the bright idea to, hey, let's fly an airplane over and, and throw them out. And contrary to some people's belief, turkeys can fly. They can fly. Uh, they they can fly pretty fast. They fly from treetop to treetop, from top of the mountain to the bottom of the holler. They probably are not used to coming out of a high altitude airplane at, at 50 or 60 miles an hour or whatever it is. But 
Um, I, you grew up in Yellville. I did not. I did grow up in North Arkansas, but I I came into this whole festival thing uh, halfway through my adulthood. So I, I, I kind of see it a little bit differently than, you know, the native locals that are, that are born around here. Uh, this is my home. This is my hometown festival. This is where I plan on spending the rest of my life. So this is this is my hometown festival now. But but I remember the first couple of times, <laughs> the first couple of turkey trots that I came to. Uh, now I'd heard about it, and it was just the most bizarre thing to uh, sit in there, and, and it was like you would think that you would think that you were in Pearl Harbor in the Japanese. You heard you heard the. You heard the the bombers coming in the distance because everybody just goes dead silent oh, yeah. and looks up to the sky, and then all of a sudden people start running, <laughs> and then the bomber opens up the bomb bay door and drops the turkey bomb out, and uh and then the 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 insanity ensues, and most of the time the turkeys sail around, land somewhere, and then some of them get away. Most of them get caught by some kid. I never but caught that, a turkey. I, I I've never tried. I, I've, I've thrown. I've never we'll get a turkey trot in my lifetime that I know of. You um, never caught a turkey. I never caught a turkey. I would say nine times out of ten, when you saw a kid up a tree, his last name was either Shipman, Dillard, or Davenport, because those kids could climb trees like nobody's business. And those were that, turkey catching children or Layton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, it was. I. I thought it was. It was a very interesting thing. Uh, obviously, I don't want to see any animal get hurt, but and and that that did happen occasionally, and and that was probably the demise. You know, you get like I said, you said it. You know, you, the Inquirer got a hold of it, and uh, and ran with it, and then the next thing you know, we've I'm got different KRP organizations. Cincinnati. Yeah, they did a little parody on it. As perhaps the greatest turkey event. All we know for sure is that in a very few moments there are going to be a lot of happy people out here. The crowd is uh, curious but well behaved. And I think I hear something now. And oh yes, I can see it now. It's a it, it's a helicopter. And it's coming this way. No, something just came out of the back of the helicopter. It's a uh, oh my God, they're turkeys! Oh, Johnny, can you get this? As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. Uh, for anybody that's listening to this that doesn't know, and I know most of our listeners right now are local and and participate in, in turkey trot and the festivities around it. Um, it's not just, it's, it wasn't just the turkey drop. So we had the national, the national turkey calling contest that's been here. I don't, it wasn't from the very get go, was it? It came in later, didn't it? I don't believe so. I think it came in a little later. And then uh, we've had, you know, the beauty pageant that goes along with it. And, uh, and Miss Drumsticks. Drumsticks. And then there was the, the kids pageants that they went along. So there was all that. And that's that's been going on since way back the, the beauty pageant i don't know for a fact but i would venture to say that it was probably from the early 
the early turkey trots. I've seen pictures from way back. And we've had winners from the turkey calling contest and the Mr. Drumsticks pageant go on to be on David Letterman, uh, different TV shows. There's a documentary that featured uh, Mr. Drumsticks contest. everything except their drumsticks. We are beginning with contestant number one. to be judged on strictly your legs. I, I do tend to be pretty competitive and I always want to win. <laughs> Preston Pittman was on David Letterman one time calling turkeys. Okay. And you're from uh, Petal, Mississippi. Where is Petal, Mississippi? That is in South Mississippi. South Mississippi. Life okay down there? Did you get hit it's, by it's, Katrina we're coming a couple back. years ago? We're yeah. coming back. All right, nice to hear that. All right, uh, Preston, I'll be right here if you need me. And this is your fourth place gobble. This is the eastern turkey. All right, take it away, Preston. Yeah, there's more to it than just birds from from an airplane. Uh, to me, it really is a homecoming, just like it it was. That's exactly what it is. I mean, it's uh, you know, the, the <laughs> fortunately and unfortunately, the tossing of the birds uh, it it it's endearing to a lot of people. It created a lot of controversy uh, for a lot of people, and but it's it's still it always sticks out in people's mind because it is an exclamation point when you see that happen. It's it's stuck with you forever, but it's not what the festival is really about. The festival, like you said, uh, is really a homecoming, and you see a lot of class reunions, family reunions happen around. And of course, there's the turkeys. They're not as ugly as a buzzard, but they're still not pretty. They started bringing turkeys into this area after the war. The Turkey Trot Festival is what Yellville on the map. Yellville is quite famous for turkey trot. People come from all over to come here. I couldn't tell you exactly why they call the festival Turkey Trot. I guess there were some turkeys, and maybe they just, you know, kind of pieced it together. There's a lot of neat things that happen at Turkey Trot. We have the National Wild Turkey Calling Contest. Uh, this is what you call the mating yell. Thank you, contestant number two. They also throw turkeys out of the planes. That's the turkey drop. And I want to go back to the turkey tossing. Um, the town gets accused of throwing the turkeys. At one time, the chamber got accused. Then the uh, uh, the rotary. I can tell you, it may have been organized early on, but eventually, um, the phantom pilot was a rogue individual or individuals that took well, it upon themselves I, I to do that. <laughs> I I know from. Uh, from an unofficial source, I can't, I can't disclose that and go too deeply in it. But there, there was this certain secret society, uh, so to speak, that uh, I, I believe that, and I don't know any names. I, I, if I did, I wouldn't say them anyway. Uh, they would, uh, they would get chicks and raise, raise these wild, they were wild turkeys. turkeys. They would, they would raise them. Not chicks. I mean, you know. And, no, well, not yeah, turkey chicks, turkey. Pulse or whatever, whatever the, whatever the proper terminology is for a baby turkey, uh, they, somebody would raise, you know, ten or twelve, whatever, whatever the, whatever the, whatever the, uh, the amount was they're going to throw that year, 
and uh, get them ready for the next year. And then somebody with the plane uh, would take off. I know that you know there was there was issues with that, and I, there was one year a guy blacked out his his uh, his his numbers on his plane, his identification numbers, uh, so somebody couldn't report him. And they would fly out of airports or fields or whatever in all kinds of undisclosed locations to get around uh, the the agitators that were trying to trying to do away with the turkey drop. And then they, and they, then they would stop turn to it, various uh, organizations trying to get them punished um, and go to the sheriff's well, office, which they can't enforce the FAA laws, and they go to the FAA, and they said that they can't enforce the animal abuse laws, and it was just a circle Around yeah. around. Check to see whether any laws were broken when a low-flying pilot dropped live turkeys over the weekend. And this has been an annual event in Yaleville for decades. Now, several birds were dropped Saturday onto the Turkey Trot Festival in Yaleville and then chased by festival goers. A local animal rights activist has filed a complaint with the sheriff. The FFA said today it's aware of Saturday's drop. The agency hasn't interviewed and in intervened rather in the past because the birds aren't considered projectiles. Are they legally allowed to do this? As far as the Game and Fish Commission, yes. When both of us have you know, worked you know, in public service and took a lot of those phone calls back in the day. Got some uh, phone calls, some, some emails, some death threats. And... Well, and I've had face-to-face -face, you know, confrontations with people, not confrontations, but uh, conversations with uh, people who were disturbed by it. And, uh, and, and like I, I said, get you know, it. it. It's yeah. You know. Well, they're, they're, yeah. So I, I, uh, I see the I see the tradition and the excitement of, of the whole thing, but then I also see the liability and the cruelty sometimes. Uh, so you know, it's it's a coin toss. Uh, how do you how do you uh, how do you how do you find a happy medium there? Well, I think. It finally come to a point where we had to find a happy medium where we were going to lose the lose the little uh, lose the little festival that everybody loved. So I know the turkey drop went away for a year or two, and then, like you said, the Phantom Pilot kind of showed up, and that that whole thing started back again. And then uh, an organization whose name I shall not breathe, uh, just to, just because to, I don't want to I don't want to stir up that hornet's nest but everybody knows who I'm talking about started complaining about that again and lawsuits were threatened and all kinds of things so there's been a lot of controversy and a lot of misunderstanding about the annual turkey drop in Yaleville we thought we'd show you what it really looks like a small plane flies near the Yaleville square and one turkey is thrown out the turkey is alive wild and he flies two years ago that the Humane Society came in and created quite a stir and of course, the FAA had to come up and in investigate, and they do have rules about planes flying certain heights, and we are trying to stay within those rules and guidelines. Because we felt like the Humane Society had not been here and had not seen what actually happened, so they were not knowledgeable in what they were complaining about. After the drop comes the chase. The turkey drop is especially popular with the young folks in Yellville, but they're not always the ones who catch the turkeys. It just landed right uh, real easy right out here in the middle of the field and we all ran over here and I was lucky enough to get him out here in the front of this lady's house. 
The turkey drop is just one part of Yellville's annual turkey trot, an event that started back in the 1940s when wild turkeys were nearly extinct in Arkansas. For most people, the biggest event is the National Wild Turkey Calling Contest. The competition doesn't start until tomorrow, but Joe Baxter of Pine Bluff was willing to demonstrate the fine art of turkey calling today. It's just a second gobbler. At the 38th annual Turkey Trot in Yellville, this is Steve Ories reporting for the News People. Our, uh, our chamber decided at some point a few years ago that they didn't want to deal with it anymore because people were getting death threats and just phone calls all the time about it. And uh, so it was, it was pretty well going out the way of the dinosaur and then uh, our wonderful uh, Mid-Marion County Rotary Club uh, took the reins. Doing a great kind job. Kind of reinvented too. it. I, I, I think they, uh, I, I think the chamber did a good job of it for, you know, for the longest time until it just kind of wore everybody out. But I think the Rotary's kind of looked at it from a different point of view and uh, is, is, is really, really kind of kept the, I think they kept the original flavor of it, but taking the whole turkey drop thing out of it. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, so, so, there's no saying controversy creates cash. We've had good publicity and bad publicity. Um, how do you think overall the media has impacted Turkey Trot? I think it, I think it almost killed it. Here now, one of the most unbelievable verified segments I've ever had for you. <laughs> Turkey Trots, right? A big part of Thanksgiving. Burn off some calories to make room for a Herculean feast. But Alan Henney reached out to our Verify team wanting to know about another alleged Thanksgiving tradition he saw literally flying around the internet, a turkey drop. He wanted us to verify a petition he saw that says every year somebody tosses live turkeys out of an airplane during a 5K in Arkansas. <laughs> I know, right? They actually run in Arkansas. They couldn't fly during this 1978 episode of WKRP in Cincinnati, and we're pretty sure they still can't. But we're on it, Alan. <laughs> so our researchers started by looking for video evidence. Right away, we were able to pull up a dozen or so real clips of live turkeys being tossed out of an airplane. We traced those videos back to an event called the Yellville Turkey Trot. No reason to think the videos were fake, but at Verify, we double-check everything. We called a historian at the Arkansas State Archives. She confirmed, yes, the turkey drop, it's a real tradition. Although it's not sanctioned by the city, or by any other sane human being for that matter. The historian said the tradition started in 1948 when somebody tossed turkeys off the city courthouse roof as part of a turkey calling contest. So yes, we can verify with a big old what the hell whammo chucking live turkeys out of a plane actually friggin' happens every year in a small Arkansas town. As for the fate of the turkeys, it ain't good. <laughs> Some don't survive the fall. Yeah, it's messy, but those are the lucky ones. Those that do survive are rounded up by the people and taken home for dinner. And we are told occasionally one turkey glides off into the sunset, avoiding the gravy train. Now, right now, I'm guessing you still have a lot more questions. Like, what, wouldn't this be illegal? Isn't it animal cruelty? And where's the FAA in all of this? And, and who's flying that plane? Well, our Verify researchers are brined and ready to answer those questions. <laughs> Part two of this turkey-tossing tragedy in 24 hours, tomorrow night here on the News at 11. 
If you're near a seatbelt, then strap in, because you're about to go for a bumpy ride on the verified train, an outrageous 80-year-old tradition. Dateline, Yellville, Arkansas, where locals throw live turkeys out of airplanes during an annual turkey trot. <laughs> turkey terrorism, yeah, it's true. Whammo, verified that for you last night at 11. And this story ruffled a lot of your tail feathers. So our researchers worked all day to get some answers. First up, isn't this animal cruelty? We checked Arkansas law, and yes, this does violate animal cruelty statutes. It's cruel and inhumane. So why isn't anyone being charged? Well, we dialed up the Marion County, Arkansas Sheriff, Clinton Evans. He says for them to pursue any kind of investigation, somebody's got to go to their office in person and formally file a complaint. The sheriff says in the 80-year history of this tradition, that's never happened until this year. And we tracked down the woman who filed that complaint, Rose Hilliard. She's trying to make this tradition history. Well, the part that I objected to was them throwing live turkeys out of a plane over town and then having a bunch of teenage yahoos chase them down and tie them up and, you know, tote them all around and then probably take them home and cut their heads off. Rose also complained to the FAA, the Federal Aviation Administration. That's the agency responsible for airplane rules and regulations. The FAA says nah, not much they can do about it because there isn't a specific code prohibiting people from dropping live animals from aircraft. Yeah, their regulations only cover objects being dropped directly over people. And since the turkeys are being tossed a distance away from the crowd, the pilot not in violation of any codes. Our last question, why the heck would anyone do this in the first place? We tried to track down the pilot and his crew by tracing the tail number on the planes. We got names and numbers and made calls. No one wanted to talk. Instead of answers, we got hang-ups. So we can verify, whammo. <laughs> Tossing turkeys from airplanes is illegal according to state laws, but right now, no one is prosecuting them. I mean, I, I, th I think it's it's a two it's a double-edged sword. You've got news outlets that report and show you know show that classic picture of the plane flying over and the turkey coming out, and then you know people see that and go, "That's the craziest thing I ever saw." You know, a town that has this festival where they drop these turkeys out of an airplane. And so we had just tons and tons of people that would come just because of the things they saw on television. On the other hand, that same media, maybe the even exact same footage, certain groups would see that and go, how could people be that barbaric to do that to some poor dumb animal? Because the FAA is investigating the Yellville turkey drop. The Yellville turkey drop uh, launches turkeys from low-flying aircraft during the event. The Pacific, the, the objects in questions are turkeys hurled out of the plane for entertainment. The FAA is investigating after Yellville has been doing this for 50 years. They want to see if the turkeys are considered a projectile as opposed to just a turkey. Sounds like WKRP in Cincinnati broke out in Yellville, Arkansas. I, I think I think the publicity was good and bad. I mean, it's that that was one of those things. I I just always you know what it's about when you're when you're from around here. But when you see, when you see, when you see the way they report it, sometimes yeah, it just makes you know, it makes they have a tendency to try to make everybody around here look like buffoons, and and they're not, you know. A lot of the people yeah. I talked to wasn't even from here. It would just be some yeah. visitor at the festival. Um, 
community significance and and for our local area um how does it contribute do you think positive negative um what are some of the traditions how we perceive it here locally i honestly i mean the the biggest negative the, the biggest negative obviously was the turkey drop i mean as far as controversy Despite the controversy of the turkey drop, the Yelville Turkey Trot Festival has numerous positive attributes. Over the years, various organizations, such as the American Legion Post, Yelville Area Chamber of Commerce, and the Mid-Marion Rotary Club, have taken the reins in organizing this event. Traditionally, the festival has offered a wide array of activities beyond the turkey drop, including live music performances by both local and nationally recognized artists, turkey dinners, turkey calling contests, street dances, a 5k run slash walk, the Miss Turkey Trot pageant, the unique Miss Drumsticks pageant, an entertaining lip sync competition, and one of Arkansas's oldest and largest organized parades. For the local community, Turkey Trot holds great significance as it provides not only entertainment, but also a profound sense of tradition and local pride. It plays a pivotal role in boosting the local economy and serves as an occasion for people to unite and celebrate their heritage, culture, and even host family or high school class reunions. The festival has garnered international media attention, earning mentions in renowned publications such as USA Today and The Washington Post, and coverage from major networks like NBC, CBS, and ABC. It even left its mark on popular culture, inspiring an episode of the hit TV series WKRP in Cincinnati. While the turkey drop itself is no longer part of the festivities, the festival continues to evolve, navigating the waters of participation and critique. Uh, I mean, what else can I say? It's a town festival. You know, we we have vendors, we have uh, deep fried everything on a stick you can think of, funnel cakes. Uh, there's, you know, crafters up and down there. There's there's music going for, for two days and a street dance two nights. Out the of lip the, sync. Out of that, that weekend. The lip sync contest, which is... It's one of those funny little things that that started to, to kill some time, and now it's become one of the biggest attractions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just it's hilarious to watch the the kids and the adults get up there and do. And I say hilarious, I mean that in a good way. It's funny they most of them go up there to do something just a little cheeky, a little little funny, and it's it's really fun to see the creativity uh, that people put into to going up there and lip sync into some song, you know? Yeah. And it also brings back old hits that you don't hear very often. People dig it, deep uh, in the archives. They to, do to find those things. I think it helps our economy tremendously. I mean, we've got, Oh yeah. The town of, of 1200 and there's a, what up to 20,000 people crammed in our little town yeah, on Saturday. Or, or more. We've had, yeah. we've had years that were more than that. So there's, uh, there's folks oh, yeah, I, in. I think, Buying groceries, staying at our Airbnbs, uh, eating at our local restaurants. I mean, it's. I'd like to see yeah for the increase during for up that to time. a week. Yeah, for up to a week, you've got you've got people that are coming into the area, and uh, yeah, I, th- I think like any good town festival, it helps the economy, and uh, it's for it's good for the community. Yeah, because you know as well as I do, you, you can go you can go a full year. And not see one of your neighbors just because you know you work this place and they work there. But Turkey Trout Weekend, if you're out there, you're going to run into everybody mm-hmm. you know, good, bad, yeah. and ugly. 
there's usually also a football game, a rodeo, a race, you know, something in town. And it's just good to see a lot of people that you haven't seen since the last turkey trot that you grew up with. And I love seeing familiar faces and getting caught up with those folks. My name is Elizabeth Sanders Hansen. I uh, grew up in Marion County until I was eight years old. And uh, my father was the uh, was a three-time National Wild Turkey Calling champion. Uh, he and my mother, who, uh, Celia Meyer Sanders, uh, were involved in the early days of turkey trot and getting it started. My dad was county assessor and my uh, mother was the uh, county home demonstration agent for Marion County at the time. Uh, they weren't married yet, but they worked on uh, the early turkey trots. And uh, turkey trots always had a special place in my, in my heart, even though I haven't lived in Arkansas in many, many years. Uh, things have changed. Of course, there's no turkey drop anymore. Um, I really oh, contraire, like. mon frere. I, I was, I, 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 I have to, I, I bragged on it this year when I was up there. Uh, me and Mark played, uh, played music right before the dance this year on Saturday. And uh, like we do a lot of years. And uh, so you get to kind of see everything kind of wind down that time of year. But anyway, I, I, I gave kudos to whoever it was that come up with the idea, but they've, they've <laughs> this year and I think they did it last year. Uh, somebody has a drone, mm-hmm. and they took these little stuffed turkeys. They're not live, folks. They were stuffed toy turkeys with little parachutes, and then they played a turkey gobble over the over the PA system and played a little song and lifted that lifted that. Uh, that I, I love that the, idea. It's a. Yeah, they, I thought it was great because it's it, a way to keep you're the kind of keeping drop. a little piece of that alive. Yeah. And I think there's gift cards or something to attach to the little turkey yeah. so the kids can run after them, get a gift card. Um, obviously, the real actual turkey drop, that ship has sailed. Um, yeah. No, it's, I it's think fun. if it could be done in a safe location, in a safe manner, um, more people would be open to, to doing it again. But as of now, I, I don't think that's going to happen. Think it'll ever, I don't think it'll ever happen again. And I do um, love the innovation that the, the Rotary Club has done with the drones. And I, I think the Rotary Club is doing a, a great job. And my hat's off to them. Because I know how hard that is to deal with. I've, I've been there and done that. Well, we've both been on that committee before, you know. And it's, it's just a, there's a year's worth of preparation that goes into that, if not more. And then, you know, you've got, you've got people that are trying to coordinate bands and other entertainment, um, you know, for two days and then you've got uh you know coordinating all of the craft booths and anything else that's going on um we were talking about the uh talking about the wild turkey calling contest um i know they used to have the nationals here i don't know if it's they don't do it on turkey trout weekend as of right now i think they do it a little bit earlier in the year they've they've kept around here i'd like to see that come back yeah a choppy voice. Smooth and musical tone. Deep, coarse, throaty, slow, like an old gobbler in the fall, like right now. Did uh, real slow, almost stopped yelping sometimes. High pitch, fast, young hen. Her voice even breaks on her sometimes. She'll go. 
then what I call my favorite tone. winner of the amateur he just took it all this year we're gonna have billy mccoy there you go i'd like to thank you for letting me be a part of this contest and didn't mind driving all night to get here this is billy mccoy of lineville alabama right is that right and uh the 1980 national turkey calling champion right and amateur and amateur, that's right. You cleaned up both classes tonight. That's right. Now, how did it feel out there? Oh, it felt great. Great. You had a lot of good trip. competition? Yes, I didn't I didn't think I would come in like I did in the Nationals. I was hoping to do well in amateur. You did real well tonight. Seems like you had the crowd behind you. Well, I kind of got over my nervousness in the first one, and so I did a little better in the second one. Uh, Billy, what's your what's your favorite call anyway? My favorite hunting call would be the cackle in springtime. That's pretty good. <laughs> We're talking with Bob Moore, the president of the Chamber of Commerce and the publisher of the Mountain Echo. Bob, uh, you got a pretty good event here this year. We sure do, Bob. We've got probably 5,000 people here on the square today, and we're just really thrilled that we've come through with a, such a nice festival this year. When did when did this all start? Well, the Turkey Trot Festival officially started 35 years ago. This is our 35th annual edi uh, edition of the Turkey Trot Festival. Uh, the turkey drops themselves have been going on for about 10 years. Well, there's been a lot of publicity, I guess, stirred up because of this turkey drop. Uh, what what uh, What are your feelings on the matter? Well, you're right, Bob. It seems to have become quite a controversial issue. My personal feelings, I think it's great, and that seems to be the opinion of most of the local people around here. Well, uh, anything else you'd like to say in addition to what we've talked about about the Turkey Trot Festival here? Well, we've had really a great response this year. We had probably the largest number of girls participate in our beauty contest that they've ever had in the past. We had over 30 men last night in our National Turkey Calling Contest, and tonight we're hoping to have the biggest crowd ever for a turkey trot concert. We're going to have Vern Gosden, Tommy Overstreet, and Kenny Husky, all from Nashville, Tennessee, will be here, along with Johnny Patton, who is now in Nashville, but he's from Piatt, Arkansas. He's a local boy who's done quite well for himself. Well, um, let's uh, maybe we ought to give the plug to the organizers of the event. Uh, who is responsible for the Turkey Trot Festival? Well, no one person can take credit for all this. I'm afraid it's uh, an activity that was originally started by our veterans of foreign wars. They picked it up uh, and brought it back after World War II. It was something that originated that they had seen while they were on tours of duty in Europe. 
All right. Well, good luck. I'll let you go back to enjoy the festival. And thank you very much. Thank you, Rob. Because we've got this platform, I'm going to say a few things that I would like to see come back. Uh, something to do with turkeys, which Rotary has done the thing with the with the uh, drones, and I think that was great. I think that was genius. Um, that that still kind of ties uh, some of that. It's a, it's a kinder, gentler turkey drop. Still kind of getting just a little flavor of it. It's still not as exciting as as the original, but it's but it's still. Uh, uh, it sounds. Kids were just yeah. Yeah, they were the the kids were just as excited out there doing that, uh, and uh, people enjoy watching the kids scramble for the turkey and everything. Uh, I I'd like to see the I'd like to see the turkey calling contest come back uh, closer, and because used to the the winner would go up on the stage and they would yeah they'd, do their calls they'd be in stuff. the parade on Saturday mornings too I believe I think they did it I think they presented the trophies too didn't they on the week on the weekend I, I think so yeah. Um, so I'd like to see that come back. Uh, me and you were talking uh, not too long ago about uh, it'd be kind of fun to see maybe some kind of turkey cook-off. Yeah, like a food road. competition. And this is something we talked about years ago uh, when the chamber was doing it. We had considered blocking an area off, having some sort of food competition where it would be turkey chili or turkey whatever. It had to involve turkey, though. And uh, you had a couple of judges, and then you'd charge two or three dollars for people to get in test what they wanted and then have like a, a people's, people's choice, choice. Yeah. yeah now i think that would be a great great, great way to uh I, there's there's got to be some other some other ways to uh to bring a little bit, bit more turkey back into turkey trot but like i said i can't complain about rotary just as a smash-up job uh we're just throwing creative ideas out there right now so yeah like i said it's uh, hard work and yeah, uh, I applaud y'all because. Do I want to organize that? No. <laughs> <laughs> but There's really no other festival like Turkey Trot. There is no other festival like Turkey Trot, and uh, uh, music. Let's talk about music. Uh, that's near and dear to me because I've. I maybe have missed maybe one Turkey Trot or two, at the most since I've lived here. I've played in some band. That's that's played up there. Well, let's plug your always, current band, Batterton and Edwards. Let's yeah, plug that. You guys yeah, got a, working on an album? Working on an album right now, and uh, playing out and booking some booking some festivals, some some blues festivals, and some other uh, some other music shows like that. But it's always every year though, if we get booked at Turkey Trot, uh, it's always kind of exciting because I mean you're you're playing in your hometown. Which to some people they go, eh, we're just playing in our hometown, but you're playing in, in front of one of the bigger crowds that you'll play in front of all year long, mm -hmm. because everybody's right there on the square and it's fun to see everybody. You've got uh, no matter which band it is up there, if if they're local, no matter what level you're at, everybody's rooting for you. You're the home, your hometown crowd. You know, it's a it's a win-win situation. So it's always a great thing to to get out there and play for your hometown and uh and uh and, and the festival's just always exciting it's just there's always people and they're there to have fun they're there yeah. to, to dance and drink out of red solo cups whatever might be in those things I, that was the other thing too you know once upon a time uh late night you'd always uh people always sneaking something in back when we were dry county 
and I believe for the last several years we've actually even had a, we've yeah, had a beer, beer tent. They've got a permit where they can get a beverage and, and you know, I, enjoy the truck. I, I, and I don't want to jinx anything by saying this, but I think we've probably had less problems uh, since since that's happened than what it was yeah. when people were sneaking stuff in all the time. So yeah. times change. You know, that's, that's, the, that's the fortunate and unfortunate part of festivals and just life in general is things always change a turkey trot they didn't always throw turkeys out of the airplanes that morphed into that they they threw them off the courthouse steps and then you know then they threw them off the roof and then somebody decided to throw them out of planes and then then they stopped throwing them out of planes and we started throwing them off the courthouse again and and then they just stopped doing it all together now we're dropping stuffed turkeys out of drones and it's still fun you know yeah. it's, it'll I, I think it'll always find a way to Hopefully it'll it'll find a way to just keep on morphing into something that's uh, community oriented and family friendly. I was going to ask you 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 would probably remember this better than I would. Uh, I I just talked about playing music out there. You know, uh, we're we're always there a lot. Me and Mark's played out there a lot. Uh, Sean Beaver and his bands played out there a lot. Um, who who else is is there? locally a lot um of course Carnes Local McCormick play. played Carnes used to be there every year and um, uh Miss Miss Carnes Miss him a lot um but we've had some famous people play Jimmy Joe Sasher and his Joe his Sasser played a lot but, yeah famous folks we've had Ken Mellons who was you know he had a few hits in the early 90s whatever we've had John Connolly uh Bobby Bear and uh, I know I'm leaving some folks out but there's been some big names come through uh, who was the Who was the guy that I had to take up all the slack for that one year? Uh, had kidney stone. Where? Uh, oh, uh, Marty Rayburn from Shenandoah. Marty Rayburn, yeah, he stood. He 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 ended up having a medical emergency, and I had to play an extra hour that year just to cover. So Marty, you owe me one, buddy. Just kidding. Lots of politicians came through. I'm sure Bill Clinton's rode through the parade before back in his Arkansas days. And I know we've had pre several governors come through and attorney generals. I think uh, probably one of the best political things I've ever seen is at the end of the parade where they would come through with uh, scooping up after the horses. Yeah. And they had two bands and one said Democrat and one said Republican and they were shoveling that stuff in there. <laughs> Let's bring that back. Well, do you uh, you have a Ozarkism? We talked about music. How about a you can't carry a tune in a bucket with a lid on it? Yeah, I've heard <laughs> I've heard old timers say that. Which that boy means can't carry a tune in a bucket with a lid on it. it means which means sing. whoever's singing can't carry a tune, can't sing. Yeah, I think that about wraps this episode up. Got anything else? Yes, long live Turkey Trot. Viva la Turkey Trot. It's a great festival. If any of you are out there or listening to this and have never been to Yellville and you'd like to come see the beautiful heart of the Ozarks, north central Arkansas, God's Country, Buffalo River, Crooked Creek, White River. Yeah, no, seriously, if you haven't been, come because most of the keyboard warriors out there that, that complains and gripes has never stepped foot in the state, let alone the festival. But come yeah, and enjoy and it. That, that was the point that I was that was getting at before I got silly, uh, but yeah, come come enjoy God's country. It's it's a beautiful place, but Turkey Trot weekend is the weekend to come because 
there's there's something to do. I mean, if you like if you like music and uh, you like the little town festival, uh, there's a lot of happy folks out there walking around visiting, and uh, it's just always a good atmosphere. And uh, and you've got all this, you know, you got all this wonderful outdoorsy stuff to do around here. So it's a good weekend to, and and it's it's at the beginning of fall, so we start having a little color uh, in the trees and stuff right here. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. Uh, Remember to share us on uh, social media. Check us out on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, all those places. Share us and give us a good rating. That'll that'll help us a lot and help us get more views and more ears on what we're talking about here. And not sure what we'll talk about next week yet, but we hope to see you next week. It'll have something to do with Arkansas. Viva la turkey trot. Viva la turkey trot. Thank you to everyone who has tuned in to this episode of the 1836 Podcast. We hope you found it informative and engaging. Please like, share, rate, and review. Leaving a good rating and review on your preferred podcast platform would also help us reach a wider audience. Be sure to tune in next time for another episode, as we continue to explore and uncover the roots and branches of Arkansas, and the fascinating history of the Ozarks.